All right, guys, welcome to the San Diego Comedy Festival 2019. We are going to be talking. Your energy's really low. Let's I hate your energy, Jack. I don't like it, Jack. Come on. Do it again, Jack. Well, I haven't slept in a long time. Oh, Jesus ah. Christ. <laughs> so start Geneva. over. We're gonna do what it up? Kane, you're going to be hosting tomorrow. You bring us in. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yep. Cool. Higher energy, Jack. Think about Shake it out. Pretend you're the headliner in the uh, in that story that we were just talking about. <laughs> oh geez. That chaotic, crazy energy. <laughs> how do I how do I have my teeth Channel just that. shattering? <laughs> um, guys, <laughs> welcome to the San Diego County Festival 2019. Uh, we're doing a great podcast today on road horror stories. Horror. And I got horror. Not horror stories. Horror stories. Mine are I both. A, I was a PE teacher. I was a fucking <laughs> English teacher. Um, we have great comics on here that uh, do the Am road. Kane. <laughs> Nobody knows who's on the show. I know. Yet. I have to shit on you, though, Stupid. any chance I get. Well, there, that's, a good, that's a good segue. We have yeah. Kane Holloway on the show. Kane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Brian Gol- Glowacki. Yeah, you nailed it. God damn it. I fucked him. You shut it up. And then Big Irish J. Yeah. Boo. And yeah, and this is going to be interesting because we're going to tell road horror stories. I've only gone on the road with Jay, and I have quite a few. Yeah. Um, Kane, and you go on the road with him, Kane, as well. That's so it, you'll yeah. have hopefully a ton. So this could be just a fucking rag on Jay Day. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> or on the rag, Jay. Man, that's part of it. That's part of the road. Oh yeah, day. the puns. The puns. The constant. Oh yeah. Puns. It's hard to have a real conversation with Jay. It really is. Sometimes okay. you're like, can, All we, right. just, can we just well, talk can like we an get adult? To the topic? <laughs> That'd be great. And you know it's yeah. coming when he'll go. He'll be like, so I was. He'll stop in the middle of his own sentence. He's like, so I was. Like, Fuck, like, something's coming. Or, or I'll start. Or, or I'll start with a. Did you know? <laughs> no, you got. But Kane has, I think, the greatest road story I've ever heard. That he told me, which I told you guys, and you were saying you've been telling everybody. Everybody, the I whole just world told knows. We all have the same story because we've all been telling it. This <laughs> week. Like, dude, yeah. you know what happened so to Kane, me? you got to tell the story. Well, and I also, Please. this story is secondhand for me as well. My fiance was uh, doing a club out in, like, I think, Michigan, and she, uh, she came back and told me this story. So she, <laughs> and this story is also secondhand from her. So apparently... White so it's folklore. Yeah. yeah. So essentially, this, this is like a myth. <laughs> it seems too accurate. Oh, to cut that part out. Wait, we figured out like who the yours. headliner was, though. Yes, we did. Yeah. All right. So was that what you told me? Is that who yeah. we originally talked yeah, about? Yeah. That's still crazy. That was so here's the fir- first. She starts the story off great, which is if you're a headliner, this is a great rule of thumb. Always watch the entire show the whole weekend. So you know what to riff on or not to riff on, or whatever, just to have a basic idea. So watch the host. Also watch your feature. And the headliner did this Thursday <laughs> and Friday. Uh, he watched, uh, he was a white headliner, and there was a black feature. Mm-hmm. And the black feature had a joke about how he would talk about how he's that N-word. He would say the whole word, right? You go, I'm that N-word. Yeah, right. so that's how he would say uh, and he would like it would be like a killer punchline that the crowd would go nuts for. But he would say the actual word. He would say the word. actual word. The the <laughs> headliner comes up, watches the set, goes, "Hey everybody!" Before he starts anything, he goes, "Give it up for that N word," <laughs> and says the whole word, and a sold out crowd of people explode. 
think it's the funniest thing they've ever heard, watching a wet, uh, white headliner do that uh, joke. He does it Thursday, kills. He does it first show Friday, kills. Second show Friday, kills. The only person that doesn't like it is the black feature, who decides Obviously. Saturday, early show, he's not going to do the uh, I'm that N-word joke. <laughs> and the headliner doesn't watch his set. <laughs> so... No. <laughs> <laughs> so he he completely goes uh, takes that joke out of his set. White head he ends his set. White headliner gets up <laughs> and goes, "Give it up for that n word." <laughs> Dead silence. Oh my god! He could not dig himself out of that hole to save oh. his life. If his life was literally on the line. He's murdered at this point. It I was. Can't imagine why. It's the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever heard of. It's in my, my favorite life. favorite oh, story. It's so good. I'm gonna repeat this when I. I'm gonna take this home yeah, and yeah. tell it around the campfire. <laughs> Dude, good it for the, the feature. Oh yeah, just yeah. for having the the. You know, that's how you understanding that he's probably not gonna watch this, and I'm gonna fucking bury him now. Yeah, <laughs> right. it may and even just be that he just was like, I want to do a different set. I mean, it's yeah. the headliner's fault for not watching. No, it. apparently he went out of his way to be like, "Hey, white boy, stop saying the n word." Nice. And so it was just like, "No, fuck that guy," <laughs> and buried. Good for but him. You talk about features burying the headliner. He literally yeah, did it. No way. He buried him by Yeah, he could have bombed. Feature could have bombed that set, and still the headliner had a worse set. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and now Kane, I know because Kane and I are such good buddies. He has another horror story from the road that was his story. Yeah. With uh, do you want to say the headliner? Yeah. Shit? Yeah. His name's Brad Brake. Uh, oh. Seattle. Do you know him? No, oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 no, that would totally make sense, though. Yeah. You going? Ugh. This guy is pretty. He's pretty notorious for grabbing feet. He like he saw me do a set, and then was like, "Dude, you're hilarious. I want to take you on the road. I'm about to do Montana, South Dakota, North Dakota. Uh, then we're gonna do uh, Idaho, and then we're gonna go back up, and you can feature for me." And I'm like, "Wow, that sounds great." And he goes, "Yeah, you got a car." <laughs> and I'm pretty young in the game. I'm like two years in, so I just like, yeah, I got a car, but I got bald tires. It's a 95 Tercel. It's a shit car. I shouldn't be taking it on the road. Perfect. Yeah. So he's like, great. So I pick him up. We start driving. He puts in this CD player, or he puts in this CD in my CD player, and it's like a mix of different music. It's fucking like Sister Hazel and uh, Evanescence, Linkin Park. Know, I don't know none of these. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly like white bands. It's and the theme song to that area of the country. Yeah. They're doing North Dakota, South Dakota, all that stuff. They're, they're loving that shit up there. Oh, it's, so it's terrible. But then it gets into this one track, which is the ending monologue of Any Given Sunday that Al Pacino gives to the football <laughs> team right before the big <laughs> final game. That ends the sh the movie. I pissed away all of my money. Yeah, that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's weird that I'm hearing the whole thing. I'm thinking it's like about to transition into a song. You know, how sometimes songs will do that. They'll just yeah. take a clip from a movie. It's the whole fucking thing. <laughs> he's he's sitting there and he's just <laughs> and he's repeating the lines. He knows it by heart. So then, to he he pauses it and explains himself that he's working on a Pacino, and he uh, listens to this over and over again to get it down. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> whatever. He, he presses the go back button, and we listen to it again. We're not even into Oregon yet. We left in Seattle, and he's already replaying 
the the monologue from any given Sunday. <laughs> we get to uh, we get to Montana, like the start of Montana. I think I've heard the monologue about fifteen times at this point, and we finally get to our first gig. Now this dude, uh, I'm ex- I'm exhausted because I he oh he has a expired driver's license which is why he can't drive so I had to drive the whole time. He's chain, <laughs> he's chain smoking in my car and he's calling his girlfriend and then he's when he hangs up he's talking about how he's gonna cheat on her and we're gonna try and get pussy <laughs> and I had a girlfriend at the time and so he's like yeah I'm gonna get you pussy and I'm like I don't want I don't want pussy I just wanna you know have my, I want to do the thing I've always wanted to do which is stand up and do the road and he's like ah fuck that. And so <laughs> he's living the monologue. I yeah. chased off any woman that would ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we get to uh, we get to Montana, and uh, he's doing his bit, and he's got a really funny act. He's got a lot of, a lot of chaotic energy, and uh, he en- his ending bit, his closer, oh. is he says that he would like to get transition out of comedy into being a male stripper. Hits has the DJ. Yo, DJ. Yo, yo, DJ, hit that music. DJ hits a song. He strips. And uh, he gets all the way down. He takes his pants off. He's completely naked except for a thong that he was wearing (laughs) the whole drive. (laughs) We never stopped at a hotel (laughs) for him to change. So he's just been rocking this thong. I never saw him go into the trunk and go into his fucking... Uh, suitcase and then run to like a AM PM bathroom and shit. He <laughs> was rocking that thong the whole drive. So he <laughs> then he lights a smoke. Oh man. Uh, takes a puff, turns around, opens his ass hole. His <laughs> the ass hole of the ass. The hole of the ass. Puts the cigarette in the middle of his ass, clenches and then releases and then the the cigarette just naturally puffs out some smoke. So it looks like his ass is smoking, which smoking. you would like sounds weird, like out of context, right? <laughs> but there was no context. He just did it. It had nothing to do with being a stripper. He just wanted to put a cigarette in his ass. That's how he closed every show. So we get he's to an the, animal. Yeah, he's disgusting. He's awful. Can I just say one thing about this this guy? I hosted a show. Just to give you an example of this guy. I hosted a show with him uh, or with Brad. Uh, closed with that, uh, but he finished by then taking the cigarette out of his asshole no. and then putting it in his mouth, Back in his mouth, <laughs> yeah. taking a couple puffs and then flicking it into, into the, the audience. Yeah. And then there was just, it was like a murder like outline of everybody around this cigarette in the middle of the thing. But and, I just, the, and what's and it's like he also got the Seattle comedy competition banned from a casino because he was in it one year and did it at this casino, and they were like. You're never coming through here yeah. again. You can't do that. Wow. But what's weird is this thing kills. Oh, yeah. People fucking love it. They love when he gets naked. He'll pour water on himself. He, he does a macho man Randy Savage having sex, having with, Hulk sex with Hulk Hogan, Hogan yeah. joke. And uh, <laughs> and the impressions are dead on. He They're really good impressions. Has so he been on television? I've seen yes. that on Def Jam or something before. <laughs> no, he's never been on. He's ha- He had his, uh, his own show in Canada, oh. which he later yells at. At a, uh, I think South or North Dakota audience, he's bombing, and he says to the audience, "Fuck you, people! This has been on television in Canada." <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I've seen people do the Hulk Hogan, oh, Randy yeah. Savage thing before. Oh, dude. Ugh. So oh, yeah. It's it's kind of it's just like this the whole time. Now I I'm a feature and I'm trying to like I keep my mouth shut. I'm trying to like push forward. I'm thinking this is how it, it goes. Yeah. So I don't say anything. I don't say anything when he's chain smoking in my car. I don't say anything about this the CD. Uh, I and uh, you know he's just whatever. Whenever I get whenever I get to my room, it's like my first moment of decompression to just be like Jesus fucking Christ, I got more <laughs> of this shit. <laughs> so it kind of just goes like that. We're repeating. We're listening to the fucking the dialogue of of Al Pacino <laughs> as we're going through the middle of the country. We get to Malad City, Idaho, and Malad City, Idaho is so small of a town that we couldn't find parking at the venue. And we literally crossed the town line. We parked in a different town and then walked back into Malad City, Idaho to get to, uh, to, get to the venue. We walk into the, this is the last gig of the, of the trip. We walk into the, the uh, venue and we have to walk through a bait and tackle shop to get to a bar. And the bar ha- uh, is just like this, think of the Cheers bar. So it's like that. <laughs> The stage is on this like little dance floor, and there's these two pillars, and uh, the 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 pillars are blocking the audience, and the audience is sitting behind the pillar, so they're not there's nobody like actually actively watching the show, because uh, they're all behind the pillar, they can't see you. So I go to t- like turn I'm I gotta open the show, I gotta host it and feature, bring up the headliner, and I have to like peek my head around the pillar. But I can't do it because the mic cord is so short <laughs> that there's feedback. So I have to like do this balancing act and tell my jokes. Meanwhile, there's this Santa Claus-looking guy with this 20-year-old girl on his lap, and he just keeps screaming the word faggot at me. <laughs> he just keeps yelling it at me. I mean, he wasn't wrong. No, yeah, well, <laughs> I was like, Dad? So then, <laughs> so, th- so then he, um, he pisses himself. What? The what girl like the yeah, the girl leaps oh. off of his his lap and starts freaking out. So I, I take that as like my light. <laughs> as you should. As so you should. I'm like ten minutes in, I'm supposed to do thirty. I just say, Hey, uh, you guys ready for your headliner? Nobody <laughs> says anything. So I just go, ladies and gentlemen, Brad Brake, and he like runs from the smoking area. Which was weird. Th- weird that they had a smoking area because people were smoking inside. <laughs> so he he fucking grabs the mic from me. He he's bombing. He ends up going short. He he does like 20 minutes. Then he takes his clothes off. Again, out of context. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. So I'm thinking we're gonna leave immediately and go back to our room that we had to share. Oh. But he wanted to stay and get pussy. Like he's been trying to tell me this whole time, and he's been unsuccessful at it this entire time. <laughs> uh, Can't imagine why. Until Malad City. I don't know what show they watched, but apparently we were like Hollywood A-list stars <laughs> to them. Because these two girls like flocked around Brad. So Brad comes to me. I'm like sitting. I bought my own pack of smokes, and I just started smoking. And uh, I'm like sitting there going, like, oh, it's almost over. And he tells me, hey, we're going to go back to our room, and we're going to play strip poker with these two girls. And I said, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and he goes, well, I gave them my key card, and they're already on their way. Okay, so we drive, and we get to the room, and they're already in our room, which I was like, how, why was that safe? <laughs> so we get to the room, and I don't know how to play poker, so I just put a bunch of my clothes on, and 
<laughs> Insurance. Yeah, so <laughs> we start playing, and I get to a point where I'm like, I'm essentially how I'm dressed now. Uh, I got like a shirt on and my pants and my and my shoes and socks. So I just start taking little things off, like one shoe when I lose. And, yeah. like, uh, and then I'm like, I'm not taking my shirt off. I'm not taking my pants off. Fuck this. And uh, the, uh, the girl that's like really into Brad is losing on purpose. She's <laughs> just, oh, I fold. And then she just starts taking clothes off. And the girl that uh, she also didn't want it, the girl that's supposed to be mine, mm -hmm. she doesn't want to uh, take her clothes off either. So she starts taking stuff out of her pockets when she loses. And she pulls out a can of skull. <laughs> and then smiles. And she had like really small, little, tiny, baby tic-tac teeth. teeth. Yeah. Uh, uh, spread really far apart. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so the girl that's into, I would say she looked like, I don't want to be mean, but she looked like Millhouse. But if Millhouse <laughs> was a girl. Oh, Jesus. So she t it's time for her to take her bra off. She takes her bra off and her breasts, which were sitting up here the whole time, all of a sudden just drop. And they look like, like uh, Valencia oranges in, <laughs> in long gym socks. So, well, whatever. And then Brad, like, <laughs> well, whatever. I'm like, I don't care. Whatever. Your body looks like how it is. And then I look over at Brad. Brad looks down at her, her tits, then looks up at me, and then makes his finger erect like it's a penis, and then goes, boo, and makes it go limp <laughs> in front of her face. And she laughs. She laughs and laughs. So I just, I'm like, again, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm going to go lay on my bed, and I'm going to just watch some TV. Somehow I fall asleep. I wake up. It's six in the morning, and it's pitch black. <laughs> the mill house is on top of Brad, and they're fucking on his bed. The, the girl uh, that was supposed to be mine is sitting where we were playing poker with a dip in, Ugh. watching them have sex. <laughs> <laughs> so I lose it. I just like it was the straw that broke the camel's back. I go, I turn on my light and I just go, enough! <laughs> I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Tapped out. And, and Brad, enough. and Brad just goes. I, either Brad had already come, or I don't know what was up with Brad. But all of a sudden he goes, yeah, and then throws Millhouse <laughs> off of him. So she like <laughs> like flops on the bed and then he like run he goes yeah you bitches gotta get the fuck out of here I'm like I'm like what what is happening so then he runs I don't know why he, he's doing this he runs into the bathroom gets in the bathtub turns the shower on Millhouse is getting dressed the other one's like collecting her stuff he runs out he's dripping wet completely naked and he just goes ah runs outside it's dead of winter. Uh -huh. Runs outside at 6 in the morning, and he starts screaming, I hate Malad City, Idaho. Fuck this place. What the so I run over, and I slam the door shut, and I lock it. <laughs> and, and then uh, he comes, turns around, starts knocking on the door, banging on the door. Butt naked. Butt naked, outside, <laughs> completely wet, in the cold, in, in the morning. So I uh, and he start he's banging on the, on the a door. Town full of pissed off people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we love it here. And they're like they're trying to get their shit together. And the big girl goes to unlock the door because he's pounding on it. Get me like get me in. You'll never work again. I'll make sure of it. All this bullshit. And uh, and when she goes to unlock the door, I go, don't touch that door. <laughs> Let him sit out there. You guys can stay for a few minutes. Collect yourselves. It's fine. And he's pounding, 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 pounding. And finally, like the pounding stops, and he just goes. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, All right, unlock it. 
<laughs> so she unlocks the door. He comes back in. I go, don't talk to anybody. And they get dressed and they leave. So then I tell him, get, in the, get your shit, get in the car. We're, we're fucking leaving. And we get in the car and we start driving. And he's about to start justifying his behavior. And I go, you will not talk to me <laughs> the entire ride back to Seattle. <laughs> from, from Idaho, you do not get to talk to me. So he tries to talk again. I'm like, Brad, don't fucking talk to me. So we drive, and he presses the button to play. And I hear, I don't know what to say, really. I hear Pacino's voice, and I take the CD out, roll down the window, and I huck it out the window. <laughs> and then we didn't talk to each other for the rest of the ride. And that's it. <laughs> And that was Road Horror Stories by <laughs> Kate Holloway. <laughs> Holy shit. You got anything that can touch that? I, I got a flat tire one time. And <laughs> <it was> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's always the Midwest. I mean, I don't, I, I don't travel with people like that. I don't tolerate that shit at all. But it's usually me that causes these problems. Um, but I did, uh, like, I was like, oh, I just want to do the Midwest. I thought it was going to be fun. And I, so I go out to... Um, I did Cleveland, which I was like, oh, this is fun. It's way nicer than I thought it was going to be. And then, is that better? Uh, and then I go to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, which it was a casino. Now, I'm from a little tiny small town, so I was like, shit, I'm in the middle of nowhere by myself. I get all the way up there, and I see they're setting up a theater, like a 600-seat theater for comedy. I'm like, I have arrived. And uh, I looked at the poster. And it was this other dude from Boston. His face, Mike McCarthy. Oh, you yeah, know yeah. Mike? oh yeah. So I go. Did you bring uh, your kilt. I go. Oh shit! They d they double. Am I not even supposed to be on this weekend? And I was starting to freak out. So I text Mike. I'm like, "What's going on?" He goes, "Oh no, this is a private thing. You're in the comedy club down the like down the hall." And I was like, "I've been all through this place. I didn't see a comedy club anywhere." I go to the end of the thing. It's just. A, they're a different strain of human being up there. I'm sorry if anybody's from up there, but those people were like, it was like Hills Have Eyes meets like casino. It was Ugh. people gambling and they had the cigarette, you know, the long Virginia Slim, like 200s <laughs> with the oxygen. You know, they have <laughs> oxygen, but they're oh, also yeah. smoking and just uh, pulling the one-armed bandits or whatever they're oh, called. Yeah. I get all the way there um, and it's just like, the scum of the earth basically in this place and the headliner was this woman and she goes i'm not feeling it tonight do you mind uh you want to just split the time i was just featuring i go yeah, yeah. So this is an audition for this company i go yeah whatever you want me to do she goes yeah just split the time with me i go so what's that mean she goes do 45 and i'll do 45 i go perfect so i do it i had fun um gets done hang out whatever done with that place uh, I leave there. The next stop is a place in Minong, Wisconsin. <laughs> so I drive across the top of the country. My GPS wouldn't work. There were, all I had to, to go by was the thing in the dash that says what direction you're going. I It was like one of those places where if you drove off the side of the road and died, nobody would find you for a couple days. You know, it was like only like a truckers or whatever. Oh, yeah. Get all the way to Wisconsin, and the comedy club there is a funeral home. <laughs> the, the, Did yeah. you kill? <laughs> that was just—it uh, was just turned into a community center. 
So, <laughs> like, freshly turned into a community center. So you may have gone and, like, to your Nana's funeral there, like, a month oh, before, and now you're going there. Same chairs and shit to... And where you do comedy, the stage is just the thing where you would go up and pay your respects. The eulogy? Yeah. They set it up the same. So the green room was where you would do the receiving line and people would say, hey, your Gramps was a good guy, you know? (laughs) Um, And they had cookies and everything set up. But it's owned by the guy, who Jack Links, you know, the the jerky thing. So all your refreshments and all your everything is just jerky. (laughs) Of the animals that you saw as you were driving there, <laughs> right? You're just like, ah, shit. Like, every kind of beef jerky, everything you could find. The hotel is, this is always the worst part, but it says motel, and one of the letters doesn't have the lights on. Uh-huh. And I, that was like one of the first Snapchats I ever did, and I just said, uh, when you see this sign in a horror movie, you know it's about to get good. Right. It was just so, uh, it was just so disgusting. Um, the next stop, th- I'm just giving you a quick, this is all on one run. Yeah, yeah. The next stop, I go to a place in South Bend, Indiana, and um, it was god-awful again. Every woman in the place had a front tooth that was black. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. even if they were decent looking, like, and it was all, I go, is there a guy walking around this town with a ball-peen hammer for a dick? <laughs> 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 it was like, um, so back in the day, uh, a buddy that I met, we, like, he wanted to hang out, same kind of similar situation, he wanted to hang out with these girls, and one of them was gross, and I had to, like, <laughs> hang out with her, like, jump on their grenade so he could get laid, and I, like, did this favor for him, but... Now, all these years later, I'm married. I have a family and stuff, but I wanted to get him back. So I go, uh, he's at this bar with me, and it's they're just gross. So they this girl comes over, and she starts flirting or whatever, and I go, dude, remember I did you that favor? He goes, like this look of dread just came on his face, and he's like, no, 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 <laughs> no. I go... I go tonight's the night. We're doing it. <laughs> he goes, dude, you got a you got a family. You got I go, I don't care. You owe me this. And he was like, dude, they're they're cl- these are Clydesdales. <laughs> he was he was so upset about it, and I I wouldn't let him off the hook. I'm like, dude, we're doing this. We're and he was like, oh, f- fine. Like he was a a dude about it. So the girl comes over and she starts flirting with him and I could tell that he was just so uncomfortable and he goes uh, she goes, so what are we going to do when we leave here? What are we going to do? And he goes, you want to know what I'm going to do? And she goes, yeah. He goes, I want to go back to your house. She goes, you do? He goes, yeah. She goes, goes, then what? She goes, goes, I'm going to go into your bedroom. I'm going to take out your phone. I'm going to sign you up for Tinder. And I'm going to (laughs) leave. He he just stands up, leaves, walk out of there. I get all the way home. I'm like, okay, this went as well as it could. I I send more avails to the company that I just did this horror shit show run for. And they go, "Uh, sorry, we can't use you anymore. And I go, why? What did I do? They go, if you're not going to stick to your time, we're not going to be able to use you for anything anymore. The woman who said, let's split the time, told them, that I ran the light and that I did 45 minutes so that I wouldn't get moved <laughs> up the headline so I wouldn't take any her, of her dates with this shitty company. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And, uh, oh, wow. And I never... When I was, like, heartbroken because I was so early on the road, I was like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, and uh, it was obviously a blessing. I never had to work for them again. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she... So, like, if this was, like, a cautionary tale, like, 
just do what the booker tells you to do. Don't do what the, some <laughs> random ass Shit, headliner in the middle of nowhere tells you to do. Dude, yeah, comics on the like road comics are snakes a lot yeah. of the time because that's all they got. Weasels. And yeah, and they'll they'll do their their act that they wrote in the eighties, and then they'll just give you all kinds of advice you didn't ask for. <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. Merch for twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jay? Are you next? Uh, I got uh, I got two that involve uh, one of them. You're gonna have to finish. Uh, okay. Actually, I'll just tell that one. Uh, doing a drunk <laughs> okay. show. I'm doing a drunk show, and to do this drunk show, you you go up, you do 10, 20 minutes of material, then you get off stage, then you get hammered. Like you do a shot on stage, and then you go to the bar and you do five more shots. Yes. And then you go back up like 20 minutes later and do a different set, right? Uh, the night I'm doing the show is with our buddy uh, Jonas Barnes, and Jonas, uh, people had bought him extra shots, so I think he had done nine shots. And I can't be outdone, so I did 12 shots. Sorry. I did 12 shots uh, in the span of, like, five minutes. And Jesus. Yeah, when you do this show, you have to have a designated driver. Kane, my good buddy Kane. Sure. He was my designated driver. So mm -hmm. I don't remember anything after doing those shots. I know I went up, and then... Oh, you're talking about yes. the Wendy's night? Yeah. What a drunk asshole this dude is. <laughs> oh, he's the fucking worst. It's a horse story, but it's Kane's horse story. Again, again. more yeah. headliners I got to do. Yeah, don't go on the road with shitty headliners <laughs> is the moral of this story. Go ahead. I don't remember anything after I got hammered so, except for when you... So he gets yeah. fucked up. I go and do a show for like two people, literally. I went to a different club like <laughs> up the road, and there was only two people there, and so uh, and I killed and then, uh, <laughs> so then uh, yeah, so I come back, and he is fucking sloshed. He's the last one uh, of the five comics that are on the show. The host comes up. Jay doesn't, Jay turns to get off stage, and then for some reason decides, nah, comes back, grabs the host by his waist, <laughs> and it's a sold, sold out room. And he just starts kissing the host. <laughs> his ear. His ear. He started uh, biting and nibbling his ear. <laughs> and then he's kissing his neck. Then he's just like licking the back of I his neck. I couldn't phase him. Yeah. He, <laughs> and he's just, uh, he's like, so anyway, yeah, well, if you guys, if you have birthdays, sign up for our uh, list. We'll send you free tickets on your birthday. Nothing, got Meanwhile, nothing. he's just getting licked on. Uh, nothing. Like there's a big giant Great Dane on top of him. <laughs> so. Whatever. So he and he comes off and he's he sees me and he goes, Kane. <laughs> like, no. Oh no. Oh no. So we I get in his car, which is already hard to drive because it's fucking humongous. It's like driving the Batmobile, this thing. <laughs> so I'm already nervous about it. And we start driving and he's and he's like, We gotta oh, we gotta listen to this song. And then he turns it. He already has ADD sober, <laughs> so he'll so like sober. He'll be like, "Hey, let's listen to this song. We'll get a minute in. He'll go, you like it? Next song. When he's drunk, five seconds into the song, he's like, fuck that song.' And then so I'm listening to like 90 songs uh, in a row, and then he's like, Wendy's. He's like, oh, we gotta get Wendy's. There's a Wendy's next to my apartment. I'm like, oh my god. Okay, fine. Will you shut the fuck up if I take you to Wendy's? <laughs> yeah, I love Wendy's. And he just so we get we get into the drive-through, and she welcome to Wendy's. What can I get you? What's your name? <laughs> uh, Brittany? Oh, Brittany, you are my lifesaver. I can't wait. What can I get you, sir? Brittany, don't take that tone with me. I don't like you your order, energy. Order your food. Leave Brittany and me alone. 
<laughs> I don't like your energy, Brittany. Yeah, yeah. I don't like your energy. <laughs> yeah. Very negative right now. Took us fucking half an hour to get food. He's just sitting there talking with her. I want a Frosty. Do I want a Frosty? I, yeah, I want a Frosty. Do you have any other kinds of Frosties? They got the one Frosty, Jay. So just, <laughs> they got Frosties. I'll order that. So we finally get his food. He, the, we leave. We get to, I finally get to him to his house. And we, I give him, I take his keys out of the ignition, give him his keys. I take, when I take his, he takes his keys and then we walk out of his car and he goes, where's my keys? And I'm like, you have your keys. I don't have my keys. Yeah, Jay, you have your keys. I just gave you, I, no, you never gave me your keys. And uh, I go, Jay, they're in your pocket. And he goes, oh, okay, give me a hug. And I, go, I don't want to fucking hug you. And he goes, come on. And he just grabs me <laughs> and yanks. I got whiplash. It fucking hurt. <laughs> and then he just sits and he hugs me and he holds me. And he's, you know, he's not only is he big, but he used to do martial arts. <laughs> So he's got me in a hug. I can't get out of the hug because he somehow fucking does some uh, jujitsu. Finally, it just takes forever. I go, okay, fine, because I parked my car at his house. So I'm about to walk to my car. He goes into a bush and just starts pissing. He's right next to his door. And he pisses into a bush, and then he turns around and he goes, I can't find my keys. And I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with it. And I left. The only thing that would make that story better is if when he went to play tunes is that he played the speech from <laughs> yeah. Have you heard this? I'm working on my Pacino. I'm on the side of the road. <laughs> uh, In Idaho. Oh, shit. Jack, yeah. you said you had some stories from our time? No, I no. It's just it's literally just farts. It's literally just in the middle of the night. I'll I'll be falling asleep because I'm tired. He'll be up. And then all of a sudden you'll just hear the sheets go <laughs> and I'm just yeah. like, oh I know it's coming. And then yeah. you have to hide under your fucking sheets for like at least a good ten minutes until that shit goes away. Yeah. Or if he's in the car with you, he'll just he, he won't acknowledge you forever <laughs> and then he'll suddenly he'll just go he'll turn his head to you and just stare at you. Yeah, <laughs> just waiting until you smell it. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like fuck you. Oh yeah. Have you? Uh, I had to deal with a. Um, I was on the. I was in Florida in Fort Myers, and we did the shows at the club, and then went down the street to like hang out with some friends at a club, and then we're like, first of all, at this one club, they he goes, dude, do you want to stay at a hotel or would you like to stay on the yacht? And I was like, obviously, I want to stay on the yacht. Right. Now I, I'm. F- from an island so when i when we would see a yacht come in it was a yacht this was a like a just big enough like 1987 sea ray (laughs) that it had to be like insured as a yacht and get the little (laughs) tag oh yeah so we're staying on this thing black mold uh, like my feature was like (gasps) like he couldn't breathe he's a little guy anyways um but he couldn't breathe at all so we go to this thing and he is a sex pest he would like he just wants to take girls home Uh, all the time so i'm like all right dude so i'm like i'll take my own car i'm gonna call my wife like i'll meet you and he brings girls back to this boat and i'm driving they're far behind me and I stop at a red light, and I'm like, like talking to my wife, and I see a car start to go through the intersection. I'm like, oh, whatever. And all of a sudden, coming past me, whoo, like a flash, is another car, and perfectly t-bones this other, the car that was in the intersection yeah. that was supposed to be in the intersection. That car spins out. The engine is like 
all fu fucked up on the other one. That This car spins out over here, and I was like, oh, my God. So I pull over. I get out, and uh, the girl gets out of the car. And I was like, oh, my God, what just happened? And I was like, oh, thank God it wasn't my buddy. And yeah. the, she's like, that you know, came out of nowhere. I'm like, you ran the red light. <laughs> she's like, no, I didn't. Um, <laughs> immediately starts going, my mother's a lawyer. And I just go, uh, she better brush up on her vehicular manslaughter. Yeah. <laughs> um, I go over to the other car who had been hit, and the guy is freaking out because his girlfriend or wife or whatever she was is in the car, and he's trying to open the door and get her out. Right. And I'm like, leave her there, dude. I'm like, don't. He's like, she's hurt. I need to move her. I'm like, just leave. Yeah. But I don't know what it is, but for some reason I went into... I automatically knew all the EMT words you're supposed to use, <laughs> which I have no medical background at all. So I call 911. I'm like, vehicle one traveling northbound on 441 <laughs> intersection. And I'm like, <laughs> like we're going to need an apparatus here, stat. I was apparatus. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what I was saying. Uh, and then I'm like, he like still trying to move her. And I like was like, don't fucking move her. I like got, I like got in his grill about it. And uh, she was just. I mean, this is morbid, but she was really in really bad shape. Um, but uh, then my buddy Justin, my feature, pulls up and he gets out of the car like he's like he's like, "What's going on, man? Can we just go now?" Or like, <laughs> "We're trying to go back to the boat." I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, "That lady's neck is sticking out of her gas tank. We <laughs> might want to." Um, so I had to fill out a police report, and the girl comes over to me and starts yelling at me while I'm giving the report. <laughs> she's like what are you telling them right now what are you what are you saying to them my mother's a lawyer and do you want oh. her number right now i go no no you you should probably call yeah. a lawyer whether it's her <laughs> or not um so my buddy justin eventually was like um because she was like you're gonna get me in trouble and i don't need to be in trouble and blah 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 and my, my, but the feature just goes you just fucking killed that lady will you go away <laughs> and she's like oh my god so she, i fill out the police report do all that shit um, and I walk over to her afterwards and she had calmed down and I go, uh, I go, um, between you and I, I go, I, f I turned in my police report. I have n nothing else to say about this. Uh, were you texting? And she goes, yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to get pulled back down here to go to court. Yeah. I was like trying to figure out when court was so I could yeah, book yeah. dates around it. Cause I'm such a shit bag. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, yo, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, I could string a one nighter along with yeah. superior court and then a <laughs> VFW. Um, <laughs> uh, and they, uh, this is a shitty sad end of the story, but they never uh, had me come down to court because they said a lot of court because the lady died. <laughs> oh, yeah. damn. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was good for you. I mean, you know, yeah. convenient. You didn't no, I was down. pissed. I'm like, do they pay you like jury duty? Because that's almost like a one-nighter. Uh, uh, one, yeah. la one lady died. The lady that the lady Texas? that got hit died. Uh, yeah, uh, she didn't make it. I because she was I doing I the, like, the movie, like the uh, thing. Yeah, so I was like, she's done. Oh, man. I Snapchatted it. I was like, this Joker bitch is dead. <laughs> so oh, God. Yeah. I got another story. And again, Kane is getting the shit end of the stick in it. Uh, we're doing Jokers in Richland, Washington. Uh, and uh, This is a pretty decent club if you're able to. Yeah, they, it out. they took the lock off of the green room because Brad Williams, back when he was single, fucked somebody in the green room. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. It, yeah, and I the girl that. was like known to bang comics to the point where. The girl would come with her mom, and her mom would be like, you want to fuck my daughter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so Kane and I are there, and uh, this is back when you were drinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
and there's a lady after the show, and my like my favorite thing is I call it I call it putting the turd in your pocket, which is like you're basically you're pawning off something to somebody else, you know, whatever <laughs> it is, whether it's a person or a chore or whatever. And so this lady comes up to us. Do you remember the lady? What she she wanted to buy us a drink or or no no what I, she I, don't, I just remember I she, fucking put she, the turd in your she pocket. She came over to you <laughs> and was hitting on you, and. Uh, it's so weird that he's everyone. He's usually someone's first choice, which I find an odd dynamic between the two of us. Why is that? Because you're so weird to look at. You're fucking huge. Well, do you not have fucking mirrors? You got a tiny little. Take your hat off. Well, there's nothing wrong with being bald. There's yeah. a lot of bald people in here. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. bald. You tried to go to the well. He's, he's like, a good go fuck guy. yourself. <laughs> you're Don't try and compliment you got him. You got a tiny little fuck fucking you. head on top of your giant snowman body. <laughs> so yeah, chicks, <laughs> chicks dig it. Yeah, they do. It's so <laughs> weird. They'll come up and they'll they'll be like all into him. I don't know what it is about his charisma. I mean, he's like a he's a he's a shitty friend. So I don't like. I don't oh, just tell your stupid fucking story. You're the one that brought it up. Tell it. It's not. Hey, shit on me for the next hour. Well, why'd you even give me the story? <laughs> That's what the to next tell? hour's for. Yeah. That's what the next hour's yeah. for. Well, this dummy. So <laughs> she comes up and she's. Uh, I don't know. What Justifiably she, what, hitting on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, what was she like? Fifty-seven or something? Like, I don't know. She was. She was uh, up there and up there. Whatever. She's in the middle of her age process. <laughs> what am I saying? So then, uh, so he goes. You're like talking. I don't know what you're saying. And I, all of a sudden, feel her arms around my shoulders, <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" So she starts hitting on me. She starts like giving me all kinds of, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm, yeah, I don't. I think I was like, she was hitting me, and I was like, I was like, oh, I got a girlfriend. You weren't paying attention. Yeah. And I think she was like, oh, hitting on me, and I'm like, oh, I got a girlfriend. I go, but my Kane, my buddy Kane, he was saying how cute he thought you were. Oh uh, yeah. That's what it was. So then I was saying that I had a that I have a fiance, and he was. Uh, I'm talking over you. I'm like, yeah. no, he doesn't. No, he's he just doesn't. shy. He's, yeah, he's a shy guy. You gotta like have to. You gotta bring him in. You gotta like. <laughs> He coaxed him out of his shell, and I'm like, no, he's lying. And then I don't have, and he's like, no, you're, you're, and she wouldn't leave me alone. And since I'm such a nice guy, I guess, she, I, I was trying to like make her go away because she was like relentless. Because he kept saying, like, yeah, you just got to press him. I go, he's just shy. Just I go, give him a kiss. Give and, him a kiss. And I'm like, I don't know. No. no. <laughs> and she kisses me, and then he takes a picture of it uh. and sends it to my fiance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the girl's hideous. It wasn't like, I mean, you know, there's no reason his fiance would feel intimidated. Yeah. You so he's just. Angelo Russell, then. Angelo Russell. Nobody. Oh no. Right. This sounds know. like you forced a turd into his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it like you, I shoved you, it in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, come on in. Uh, so, fuck yeah. So the, uh, I'm like trying to my best. I go, I go. Hey, just, uh, if you buy me another drink. Oh, she was like, I want to go dance. Yeah. And I go, I don't, I'm not, I don't dance. And he's like, he's the best dancer. <laughs> he's so great. Like every <laughs> time I try to deflect, he comes in with a fucking. He Hail loves Mary. algebra. Yeah, yeah, he's the worst. So then, uh, I, I, I think I have it on lock. I go, if you go buy me a drink, then I'll go, Ooh. I'll go dance with you. And at this point, I was just willing to just, like, leave the dog on the side of the road, essentially, <laughs> where I'm just like, I'm out. And right as he's saying that, a drink is arriving for me. And then I was like, here's the drink she got you, Kane. <laughs> exactly. So at every fucking turn, he <laughs> fucked me. And so I just go, all right, one dance. <laughs> so she's dragging. I go, I go, what am I doing? So I start walking onto the dance floor. And as I'm walking onto the dance floor, all of her friends that came to watch the show with her 
are fucking shitting on me. <laughs> they're saying like what a what an idiot I am and how like, my act. That? They're like, where's that little headed snowman? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, you, the, my act wasn't funny and like <laughs> I'm just being roasted on the oh, way fuck. to go dance with this woman because I'm trying to be nice and I don't want to do this. I get like one dance. And then as I'm trying to, I'm like, okay, yeah, thank you for the dance. And I go to walk away. Thank you for the dance. Yeah. <laughs> Punch your dance. <laughs> so she, she just grabs my wrist and yanks me back in to try and get me another. And I had to like, I had to like flick her off of me. I was like, ah, no, I'm done. And then I like, I just walk away. And then Jay goes, how was it? And I flip him the bird and I just walk <laughs> outside. Uh, and just, just a quick point. I love that in one panel. Jay is like, yo, it's important to go uh, with people on the road, you know, if they're not out trying to get puss and this and that. <laughs> but then take somebody who has a fiance and is like, no, man, go out there and oh. make sure you dance yeah. with this girl. Like, he well, forces I'm not trying it. to get him late. I'm just <laughs> trying to just make trying him to ruin his yeah. night. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, the, and the worst part of it is, is you can never do it to him. That's the worst what fucking part of it. Why? You can never. He is a challenge he, accepted. He's greasy. <laughs> yeah, Anytime you try so. and fucking throw the turd at him, it just bounces off of him like <laughs> like Teflon. He cannot be touched. It's so fucking annoying because you try to get him and you can't. I've known him for ten years and I still have yet to be to get him. You almost knocked the mic oh. over. That's You're how so infuriated I am by it. I think we should get the whole San Diego Comedy Festival together and just throw grenades at Jay. <laughs> see how we handle it. Like it's our go, mission. I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> That's Tony, fine. my boyfriend is gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Carlos, Challenge you got accepted. Uh, I don't even know. I was just listening right now, and then I'm trying to think of uh, of crazy shit. But I remember just the only thing I could think of right now at the moment was uh, uh, I almost got robbed in uh, in, in doing uh, one of Wayne's rooms uh, in, in Tahoe over uh. Crystal Bay. Like it was one of those. It was winter, and it was like so. It's in Tahoe, and it's like in secluded area in Tahoe, and. Um, it was it was snowing and it's like you could only get in one way and you couldn't get out and it was like you guys you, you stay here now so I was like okay and then so <laughs> I, I I I was cl I was I was headlining the spot and then got done with the show and we you know it, you um, I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no because it, it goes it goes with the thing because I was because I, I was king dingling because because if you're not a headliner you don't talk to girls after I don't know if that's how I am I, 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 yeah if I didn't if my name isn't up there then I'm just gonna go back to my room so I was I was like you know shaking hands and and, and kissing babies to see if I could see what I could pull. And there was this dope, there was this dope random girl that was just uh, not 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 like that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like babies yeah. to see what I could pull. No, no, like, just okay, being I'm nice and shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, and then so this girl was like, uh, this, the, one of the hot girls was there, and I was like, cool. And then we started talking, we started conversating, and then I was like, okay, let's gamble a little bit because I just wanted to show I had some scratch. So I was like, just you know, throwing like a, yeah. a two dollar roulette. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so we were playing that, and then uh, uh, I was like, all right, and I was like, oh, this might it's going well, and I'm not fucking it up. And I was like, well, let me. Uh, let me, I'm going to lie and say I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick, and I'm just going to clean up my room. I'm going to go put away the nut rag and oh, all yeah. that other stuff, you know, so I'm doing all the uh, the whole... Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 wait, you're married and you don't have a nut rag in a, in a hotel room? No, you hell no. No? That's what the drapes are for. Be a, <laughs> <laughs> a grown-up. <laughs> the drapes. <laughs> he said <laughs> that, that crack that keeps you open on that. <laughs> that's how you close it. Yeah, that's how you seal it. <laughs> you got to seal you it. weld it shut. Yeah. <laughs> like cock. And then... Um, but when I came back, like I was walking, I was walking through the hall, and um, luckily, what happened was, uh, she was. I could hear her voice, and she was just like, "I don't know where you went. I don't know where you went." And they were like, and then I heard another. I heard some other voices, and they're like, "Well, you better find him." 
And then, uh, and as I'm walking, I, I I see that she's talking to two dudes, and and it's her, and it was pretty much a setup. What was gonna oh, happen? Yeah, yeah, fuck. yeah. So, I, but I just kept walking past the hall, and they didn't see me, and I just cut the corner and went back to my room because she didn't know where my room was at or anything like that. And Ooh. boom, so that was a close one. That's that's kind of like the God only damn, world. dude. <laughs> one yeah, of the most yeah. terrifying is like if you if you've sold merch and you have a big wad of cash, yeah. and you have to go to the ATM at night to deposit, and you're just like, oh fuck, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Price. I had a scary one. Oh, yeah. I had a really scary one in Barstow, California. Oh, by the way, John Carden. Yeah, yeah that was Carlos Rod- Rodriguez Car- right before. Yeah, yeah, Carlos John. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Barstow was doing this shitty the Raising AZ comedy tour. It was fucking shit. <laughs> and we was doing this show, uh, Pit Stop, in Barstow, California. And we get there, and like none of our flyers are up. There's no, like, the show's in an hour. Nobody's fucking there. Um, and there's this dude sitting at the bar. And his name's uh, his name's Scotty Figueroa. He called, introduced himself as Scotty Fix. I'm Scotty Always. Fix. I used to open for Kevin Hart. You know, I've been at the Apollo. I fucking crushed the Apollo. You know, I'm like, I open for Steve Harvey when he's on the road. I'm Scotty Fix. It's like this short, five foot four white dude in a fitted hat wearing two shinier forces. Yeah, yeah. Like we know the dude. Um, so we uh. There was none of our flyers up, and we had sent flyers and everything. We asked him, they're like, did you, um, did you take our flyers down? He said, take them down? Shit, I never let them put them up. I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you don't understand. He's like, I run Barstow, California. He's like, Barstow, this is my baby. <laughs> if, if you want to do a show in Barstow, you got to get with Scotty Figs. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking dude. Oh. I love Figs. <laughs> Figs is the man. He's a real dude. The funny thing is, is like somebody actually shouted him out not long ago um, <laughs> the, about being a fucking shitty person. So, um, so yeah, we didn't have any choice. We had to fucking cut bait. And I'm with a, uh, at the time, I'm with a former Mormon. I'm with a black uh, gay dude. And I'm with uh, a female. And it's the four of us. Got the and triple so, threat. Yeah, right? It's, uh, we're, we're loaded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. So we go to find food, and we go to an Italian restaurant. We end up sitting there for 35 minutes. Nobody waits on us. We're like, okay, Barstow is probably the worst place ever to exist in America. <laughs> Scotty Figs put out a group yeah. text. Don't yeah. feed them. <laughs> don't feed these motherfuckers. <laughs> Starve them. Hope Yo, they die. You don't eat in this town in Scotty Figs' <laughs> town. <laughs> you come into Barstow, watch my crowds, and then eat my food. You can ask me if you want to eat. Yeah. Comics are dead. I want your family <laughs> dead. Yeah. Um, the, so. wor- the worst thing is when you go to a place and they haven't put up any of the flyers or whatever, and then uh, you go, well, where's all the people? And they go, oh, you can do it for me. Oh. I've had that. Oh, no. Just do your comedy for me. I'll sit there. You're like, I'm going back yeah, home. There's a, uh, there's a tale like that. It was in a Winnemucca. Where I think it was like uh, I think it might have been Delia, Rick Delia, uh-huh. and it was just and it was nobody there, and it was just a manager, and he goes, "You have to do your hour," and yeah, and he goes, he goes, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah." So he got the newspaper and just read the oh. newspaper for an hour and did his time like that. <laughs> there was somebody that came to the Seattle Comedy Underground. I won't say you. I think you know the story. Let's drop names, son. Drop it, drop it, drop it. I'll tell you the story. Tell the story, and then I'll I'll so Seattle Comedy Underground. This is back when Ron Reed was still managing it. And this guy had a little heat on him, I think, from a, um, Last Comic Standing. He goes in there, and I think there was like six to 12 people. wasn't a lot. Mm-hmm. And he looks around, and he looks at the audience. He goes, hey, guys, so you guys, you know, I, I sell DVDs or whatever he sells. I sell after the show. They're like 20 bucks. 
You guys probably paid about 20 bucks for your ticket tonight. How about I just give you all one of these and we just call it a night? <laughs> and Ron Reed goes, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, get the fuck up there and do your set. And uh, he did. But Wow. Do you, I mean, do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, come on, let's do it. Let's, re- let's reveal. I can't remember. Uh, I'll, reveal, I'll reveal a name, too. That had the had worst headliner I worked with. I'm not saying <laughs> oh shit. I'm not God. naming any names. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll run this shit. Uh, hey, does it start Scotty with Figg's got my back, okay? <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it starts it? with an M. Ooh, and uh, okay, America. Uh, we said, we said, okay, we said, last comic standing yeah. starts with an M. Had heat uh, at the time. At the time, had some. Does heat. Does some impressions. Does some. Wait, no, that's that's not Dante. Doesn't, but no. he, he didn't. No, that's that's D. Yeah, I went to I went to Sacramento High starts School. Starts with so. an M. We can <sighs> talk about it later. Fuck up, but yeah, uh, well, uh, <laughs> all right. Figs ain't gonna. I don't. I don't ever want to cause a comic to lose out on work. Right. You know, I mean, it, it, I, I will say that was a shitty thing, and hopefully he learned from it, but. Uh, I don't want to be the cause of someone being out well, of Well, if he had heat, that means he doesn't have it anymore, and that means he's already, already been exposed to being Why a dick. Why are you instigating? Because I like this shit. It's I like this. Thanks, genius. Because this it's is good for the listeners. I be sitting in my cubicle sometimes listening to podcasts like, these motherfuckers are bitches right now. They need to say some names, partner. Okay, Carlos Rodriguez. There it is. Boom. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> Carlos. It's mmm, Carlos. Uh. <laughs> Geneva, introduce yourself. I'm Geneva Joy out of New Orleans. Hi. Um, Director of the Black Girl Giggles Comedy Festival. Right. Nice. The what? Black Girl Giggles Comedy Festival. Oh, that's genius. Comedy yeah. Festival, strictly black women. This year is our third year. Who um, books that? Can, I, I, can I get in? You, like, at once a month, we get, like, a message from somebody saying it's not fair they can't get in. Are you serious? We're just like, yeah. Do you, get, do, you, do you get white dudes applying? Um, have you had a white dude apply? Had, we have almost everybody apply. They, they don't actually apply. They hit us up first. Uh, like, so what if I apply? And I'm like, thank you. Yeah. yeah. So women, and there's money to get in, right? Like, yeah. do you have to pay money? So they're willing to <laughs> No, they're not. They don't. They don't. They, they no, contact they first. The oh. full name is Black Girls Giggle at White Guys Applying to this Festival. <laughs> <laughs> take your $35. Hey, we name names. Who is it? Woman. I want to know who, name, who names the <laughs> <and> names. <laughs> I don't want to fig smoke. Have you had, like, Asian girls that apply? or uh, the, the worst one was this white Wait, lady. Wait, you think Asian women are worse? <laughs> no, 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 no. The worst are the Whoa. Asians. Whoa. It was this Whoa. Hot take, Geneva. You put it right What's it like in New Orleans? Yeah. God damn. Wow. I see no, one. no, not at all. No, the worst the worst time that happened was this um this older white woman on one of our Facebook posts, like went in a deep rant about mm. how she's a comedian and she doesn't think it's fair. Oh my god. And like it was crazy. Turns out like she's an accountant or some shit. Like she's right. totally I'm sorry, uh-huh. I curse. Um turns uh, out I won't do it well again. Well don't fucking do it again. So like yeah, so like we get it we get it like every month or so somebody wants to message us and ask <laughs> oh. I had a friend, I had another comic friend, he was like he goes, it was, I was scrolling through and looking through, you know, uh, uh, on Facebook and I seen this this girl got in this comic festival because I was like, She's fucking shit, she's horrible. Why the fuck she get in that competition? And he goes, Why didn't I get in that competition? He goes, I realized I looked at it, it's a for ladies competition. Yeah. He goes, yep. I'm just so mad. Or or you'll get the some person that'll have that same rant and be like, Oh, did you apply? And they'll be like, No, uh. no, but <laughs> they ain't gonna yeah. let, they're not gonna let me in anyways. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um oh so like it's not a comedy road travel story, but I, I told them okay, whatever. Um I travel a lot. Um and this time last year I was in Ghana uh. and I got arrested in Ghana and it was like the oh most horrific God. 
All in. Do you think you're going to go again? Stop. Stop reacting. He'll stop doing it. It's only for you. It's a fucking, it's like the blob. If you feed it, it's going to continue to grow. Why that reference? Sorry. I love that we're all like, I kissed an ugly girl. And she's like, I was arrested in a foreign country. And we're all like, okay. By an ugly girl. There you go. You guys are like, I'm in this. Welcome. All your stories weren't just about ugly. Women. <laughs> or, or a pretty woman dying, oh. in fairness. She was pretty. <laughs> was the girl that hit her ugly? Oh, yeah. She okay. was. <laughs> Not well, I'm going to wear me, makeup though. next year to the festival. <laughs> no, you're um, no, I was in Ghana. Um, it was our last day. I hit up the marketplace just to get like a, last, a few more souvenirs, and I kind of just went manic and just start buying up everything. Like I was like, "Oh, I forgot about my aunt's cousin's cash register, <laughs> whatever." Like, and I was buying all this shit, like wasting all this money. And we go to dinner, and before we even left, I had a little bit of weed left mm. from the beach. Like the body beach has like rastas, and you smoke with the whatever. So I, I mean, like you couldn't even roll it. Like that's why I put it in my purse. Because it wasn't even enough to roll. And we were thinking about going back to the beach after dinner. Right. And I was like, if the Rasta's there, I'll just give it back to him. It was dirt weed. <laughs> At one point, I was like, this is just herbs. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was in like a little medical bag. And I was like, that's weird. But whatever. So we, I spend too much money at the marketplace. We go to have dinner. We're having fun at dinner. Um, actually, we weren't having fun. We were having a whole argument. Because <laughs> my old business partner is a straight-up schizoid. And <laughs> we had went to Morocco beforehand, right? Uh-huh. And our Airbnb host in Morocco was really fucking cute. Like he was real no ugly girls in the story. <laughs> really, really hot. And we're in this travel group. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna post your Airbnb in the travel group because the ladies are gonna love it and they're gonna book you out. He was really nice. And so she told me, she was like, Don't do that. If you do that, I won't be your friend anymore. And I'm like, we're business partners. What are you talking about? And she was real serious. Now, mind you, who dropped her off at the airport before we left the United States? Her girlfriend. Who did she talk about the whole time on the flight? Her boyfriend who put the restraining order on her. Who picks us up when we get back to the United States? Her husband. And she's oh, mad at me <laughs> because I might give her competition for the dude in Morocco. Wow. So that was like kind of what we were arguing about at dinner. But whatever. We find a car. We Jesus. find a cab. And so like we're in the cab and we're quiet. It's me, her, and another friend. And I was like, oh, snap. The other girl has a friend in Ghana that she was about to see the next day. I was like, oh, you want to take this little bit of weed to your friend or whatever? That's where I messed up. I said that in the cab. Oh, Hindsight, we shit. realized everything that happened was because of the cab driver. Oh. So they have all these like roadblocks, just this third world life. And mm. most of the time you get to the roadblock, you look in the car, keep you going, right? They know you're American. You yeah. would think we blend in, but we really don't blend in. <laughs> um, so like he takes us to this back alley Road stop. Mind you, we passed a whole whole stroll, like a whole stroller hose. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it was right <laughs> past that. I like how she's trying to explain it. Uh, we know oh we overrode comics. We all know what a whole stroll. I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't I don't know if they're booking like, in Ghana, the but the holes like, uh, there were top notch. Yeah. Really? And the American dollar trumps. They are fucking for CDs. Yeah. <laughs> on the blade, bro. Like like you like they were they were top notch looking chicks. And we were like, what the yeah. really? Ask pennies on the dollar. Damn. Um so yeah, I was like, I'm all like going back. I'm going to Ghana. So <laughs> we um we turn and we pull into the stop, and these cops are aggressively going through the car, and mm. they're like, "Get out, get out!" And like I didn't realize it then, but in hindsight, they focused on me. Mm. So like I'm like pulling, like I'm looking for my ID now. I do a show every Thursday, um, a drag show, 
in in, in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So that Thursday before we left, I got tipped real crazy because they knew I was going out of uh. town. And so I had all these like pretty much ones. It looked like a stack of money, but it was like $60. Right. Yeah. So when I was trying to get my ID out, they seen that money mm-hmm. and it kept going through my stuff. And I was like, oh, snap, the weed. Yeah. So like I tried to like ball it up in a tissue and like pull the tissue out. Like, no, no problem. Mm-hmm. But they caught it. Like I didn't do it well. Right. Uh. And the cop went off. Oh. He was like, this is what we were looking for. Cocaine number one, marijuana number two. Jeez. And I was oh like, what God. is happening? And the cop looked just like Joe Torrey. Oh, yeah. Like straight up just like Joe Torrey. Damn, is he funny? Yeah. Uh, which, was, yeah. which was ironic because earlier that day I got a call from a booker who was like, there was a Q fest in coming up in New Orleans and I got asked to open for Joe Torrey. Oh, wow. So I was like, sure, but I'm in Ghana right now. I'll right. call you when I get back mm-hmm. and whatever. So I'm going to call you friends. when I get back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't tell my friends or anything. So, like, <laughs> here's Joe Torrey yelling in my face, like, right. spot on, right? Right. Got it. Spot on, yelling in my face. Mm. And I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. She was like, yeah, all of this, you, you're going to jail for five years, five years. Oh. My friends are freaking out. I'm like, oh, this is a shakedown. I get it. I seen locked up a bro. Yeah. I'm cool. So I'm like playing it cool. He's like, you're going to jail. I'm like, all right, all right. Well, how much is it going to take? And he's like, you don't have enough money. A thousand dollars is yelling at me. So they put me in the back of like their Ford F-150, but like late model, like really late model. All right. And I'm in the back part of the cab and I'm just sitting there. And my friends, I'm like, go ahead, I'll be, I'll, I'll work this out. A cop gets in on the other side and sits next to me, and I'm like, what's going on? Like, what's happening? And he's like, what? He don't say nothing to me. Then Joe Torrey comes around to my side. And he opens the door and he's like, scooch over. And I'm like, what? And he's like, scooch over. And I'm like, I'm not going nowhere. He's like, scooch over. And I'm like, first of all, you can't yell scooch. Right. But <laughs> also, I've never like had to yell shotgun with cops before. Like, what he like, <laughs> like, why are he riding with me? So I felt nervous, like as a woman. Mm-hmm. But he like made me scooch over, and like I'm sitting in between, like we're on a family road trip of these two cops in the back of this Ford F-150. Um. And there's like two more cops in the back. So they take me to like the little makeshift prison and I get there and the one cop when I'm get out the car, he he's like, I was like, how much is this going? He was like, well, how much you got? And I was like, it's like what? 60. He was like, no, I'm sorry, I can't do nothing. So we go into the prison, well, not prison, like a little jail and it really like a project daycare center. I don't know if you guys <laughs> ever just like the whole block, the whole building just made of like concrete brick yeah. Yeah. and like somebody hand stenciled police on the side. Uh. I don't even think it was real. Mm-mm-mm. So we get in there and there's a jail cell. There's like two cells and it's like closets with like, uh, you know, the gate screen doors. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a gate screen door. And one side had men in it. One side it had this girl in it. This heifer. She was ugly. There we go. We got an ugly woman. Yeah. Um, in the club. And he, Joe <laughs> Torrey looks at me and he's like, get in there. And, like, I have a fear of imprisonment. I don't play mm-hmm. around. If we're on the road and something happens, I'm not right or die. I will snitch. I'm not going to jail yeah. for nobody. Yep. Um, I'm just that. being honest. Like, yeah, don't yeah. do it around right. me. If we were friends, you wouldn't yeah. do it. So, <laughs> so he's like, get in there. So, like, up until now, I'm very cocky, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm not getting in there. He's like, get in there. And I'm like, I'm not getting in there. He was like, get in there and I'll put you in there. And I snap. I'm like, put me in there. Put your hands on me. You're going to have to call the American consulate. Yeah. Put Trump on the phone. <laughs> I, got, I got real <laughs> indignant. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And like, he's right in my face. And the other cops with their guns are just standing there. And it's this thing, like, Ghana's hot. 
Mm-hmm. So like a few of the cops had on sandals, and I was like, "This is so like I'm making a whole scene." The the girl that's in the thing in the jail cell is like irritated at me that I even had like the audacity to yell back at this cop. But I'm mad now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, get in there. I'll put you. You want me to call the consulate and tell him you have marijuana? He kept saying marijuana like really dramatically. And I was like, yeah, tell him I have marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> call Trump now. And I was like about the process by myself. And then he finally just gives up. He's like, just have a seat. So I go sit down on the <laughs> bench and then I break down. Like, I go from being, like, ready uh, to buck up and fight. He's like, ah, 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 like, ugly crying. And so good cop comes over, and he's, like, trying to calm me down. And he's like, well, listen, how much you got? And I was like, it's only $60. He was like, "What? you're American. I was like, we're about to fly out. And then he's like, where's your passport? I was like, why would I have my passport at the restaurant? Like, we had to do all these negotiations. Mm. And I finally broke, and I told good cop, it's like an hour going in. And the weird part about it is that the girl in the jail cell she was just done with me. Like, I'm too good to go into the closet cell. Uh-huh. And so she kept rolling her eyes at me, so I was just rolling my eyes back at her. <laughs> and then in the men's cell, it was like eight dudes. And I don't know how far back it went, but they were all right up front because there was no light. Right. And this one guy was on the floor. It looked like Amistad. It was so weird. <laughs> and, like, this guy, he just looks at me and goes, he sticks his hand out. And he's like, hey. I'm like, what? Hi? Like, what's <laughs> happening right now? So, like, I explained to them, like, oh, I overspent. Um, I only have like $200 in my bank account. We were flying home. He's like, well, what you going to do when you get home? What about rent and stuff? And I was like, it's not due anytime soon. I'm cool. Yeah, like, right. what's the problem? We had this whole back and forth. Don't judge me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I spent my money on trinkets. <laughs> so, um, and thank God I did. So he goes and he tells Joe Tory. They come back and they're like, come with us. They put me back in the, back in the truck. They drive me to two ATMs. To get money out. What? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, so I had to, like, get all the money I could out of my account. Like, mind you, if I didn't overspend like crazy, they'd have probably got me Jesus. for, like, $500. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, then they take me to another room, and the room had a gate on it, but it was, like, an office. And the guy was like, go in there. And I'm like, I'm not going in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, Chip, we're not going to lock it. Like, by then they understood yeah, right. that I was a problem. And he's like, we're not going to lock it. <laughs> so I go in there. I'm sitting around all this dusty paperwork. And an old cop comes in. And he was like, you didn't want to come in here? You think we're going to rape you? Nobody's going to rape you. This is Ghana. We are Christian. I am a married man. I'm like, but you extorted me, though. Right. He was like, <laughs> and he just walks out. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> different. There, there was a moment when I thought I could take a run for it because like, I'm fat, <laughs> but I'm quick. Like For a short distance, I can I can burk out. And I'm used to people like with me being dark-skinned, like, oh, it's dark. If I take the right turn, they'll lose me. But yeah. these are Ghanaians, so that same thing like (laughs) they know how to find me and it was this one cop who looked like my grandfather who was like a sharpshooter and i was already thinking well like joe tory doesn't need to do a 23 and me i know where his cousins are they're right here (laughs) and so when i looked at this man and he had this gun which i thought was carved but i didn't want to try it Mm. and i looked at him and this is when they were about to take me to go to the atm and i was like i kind of like loosened my feet up a little bit and then he looks at me. He was really pleasant the whole time, and his face just drops like to blink. And I was like, "Oh, sh- that's my grandfather. He can shoot me in the dark <laughs> from like a mile away." <laughs> and I was like, "All right." So, <laughs> so I'm in the office. The guy told me that I'm not good enough to get raped in Ghana. Oh. Um, Jesus. So I was a little, I was a little, a little, a little hurt. hurt on that one. 
And so this other, all these cops come in the room and they're like, all right, you have to sign a confession now. And so this one cop, like the manager, supervisor cop, he like flutters through all these papers. He finds a blank one. He was like, write this down. And it got like real Monty Python-ish. Mm. He was like, I, on the 15th day of May, <laughs> violated the agreement of the Republic of Guinea. He was saying like, all oh, this stuff. Yeah. And I was writing, and I was like, and I started doing cursing. He was like, print it. And I was like. <laughs> 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 and then he said some word like contrived or something, and I couldn't spell it. So like I slowed down. And he was like, what is wrong? What is the problem? And I was like, I, I can't smell it. And he was like, see, see, I told them. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. So I went this whole thing. And then it dawned on me, like, this whole time in my wallet, in my purse, they never looked at my ID, right? Um, so I, like, started, like, fudging the document, like, mm, but right. trying to play it cool. So I put, like, my dad's last name. I put, like, uh, the wrong address. Right. I put my auntie's old phone number. <laughs> and, like, they took my money. They took my document, which I know they're never gonna file. I can go back to Ghana all I want. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then when we they, it was time to go, they're like, "All right, come on, we'll take you back to the hotel." It's been like a two hours. Did you ever hotel. get out? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that's what I do on W nines at clubs. They're like, fill this out. I'm like, use my mom's maiden name. And I, uh, so like, they're like, let, let me take you back to the hotel, and I and I was like, no, because I didn't want them to like extort my friends. Mm -hmm. So like. He was like, well, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to go? I was like, y'all, I'm just going to leave. So I, like, start defiantly walking into the Ghanaian darkness. And they're like, come <laughs> back. And yeah. Joe Torrey has this wad of money in his hand. It's my money. Like, uh -huh. it translated to, like, 800 CDs. And he, like, pulls off what's equivalent to, like, $5 and, like, Go get a cab. Like, he gives yeah. me my uh, own money like yeah. I was a beggar. <laughs> right. And that was my Ghanaian. Jesus yeah, Christ. Crazy. <laughs> that's fucking nuts. Uh, I, I feel like I want to make that into a joke, but it's just too many weirdness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's uh, a great story. Geneva, tell what's your uh, Instagram and your social media? At Geneva Joy on everything. Okay. Kane, what's yours? At Kane Holloway. On everything. On okay. Everything. And Brian? Mine's at B Glow Comedy. Carlos? Uh, mine's is at Carlos Comedy. And uh. I'm at Big Irish J. Mm -hmm. And uh, this has been Comedy Horror Stories. Comedy horror, horror stories. stories. There it is. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks.